0: Hello, you're listening to Good Mom Bad Words. Thank you for following us on our podcast adventure. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Good Mom Bad Words. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Good Mom Bad Words. I'm Therese. Hello, friends. So it is my first time on my scheduled podcasting time which was supposed to be hours ago, and it's nearing 11 o'clock, which is really my bedtime, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, today's episode is going to be pretty fun. I'm pretty excited. Um, Actually, that's not true. I'm excited about the topic. I'm excited to talk about the topic, but it's not really super exciting. It's really kind of eye-opening because I started listening to a podcast and they were talking about i started listening to morbid which is a true crime podcast a true crime podcast i listen to a lot of those i like my favorite murder and i like morbid and c- crime junkies and all that stuff but i was recently listening to one after talking to my friend about an event that happened to me and the same event happened to the person in the podcast and I was like, you know what, I wonder if this is happening to other people. And this isn't to call anybody out, I won't be naming names or anything, but I had an old bully, we can call her a bully, I don't think she was a bully, but I had an old person that I used to know, she was never my friend, Reach out to me on Facebook and apologize to me. For things she said to me or did to me in high school. It was real strange. Completely out of the blue. And I had a a lot of weird feelings about it. And after talking to my friend at work about it, I was like, you know what? I need to talk about this with other people. And I just kind of got to see if other people are getting this sh- These people are talking to them and apologizing to them years and years later. And I'm just really curious as to what other people think about bullies or girls they went to high school with or boyfriends or whatever coming back into the picture years and years later and how you would respond, how you would feel. Yeah, so that is what we're going to talk about in this episode Um, I have a super fun episode actually planned for Saturday, and I can't wait to explain to you guys what that's about, and I'll tell you that at the end of the podcast episode today, but yeah, let's get into this. Okay, so a little backstory. We'll talk to you about what this girl did to me in high school, and then we'll talk about how it affected me then and how it have, has affected me now. Retrospect, I am 32 years old. I just recently turned 32. I graduated high school in 2008. <coughs> I graduated high school in 2008. And I haven't thought about this incident probably in years. I may have thought about it in passing. Um, but it's it didn't affect me. In a way that I would say I think about all the time. I've probably forgot about that girl many, many years ago. And I don't know. But we'll get... Yeah, let's get into the story. Okay, so. I went to high school in a smaller town. My high school was not as big as other people's high schools. But it wasn't small. It was pretty big for the area. And the girl that was basically I was talking to a boy. It always starts with a boy, right? I was talking to a boy. He was my best friend. We will call him James. That's not his name, but we'll call him James. Um, he was my absolute best friend. I really, really loved him as a person, as a friend. And he was also a crush of mine. I had a very big crush on him. Um, and I did for a while, but we had a very mutual understanding that that, was, that wasn't happening. And I have things I can talk about James in other episodes, and I probably will. Um, but in this episode, we're just going to continue with this. So he was my absolute best friend way out of high school, way after this girl even was a part of our lives. And I I adored him in many ways, and not just a crush way. He was a good friend. He was a good person. He he was just my best friend. And we started hanging out when I was about 17. Actually, the first time we hung out was my 17th birthday. And, like, we were so young that his mom still had to drop him off at my house. Like, we, he didn't have his driver's license. Like, we were just best friends. And he was really shy and kind of, like, reserved. And I kind of helped him get out of his shell. And I'm sure now we haven't talked in probably eight years um but he probably would say I helped him get out of his shell a little bit helped him kind of make new friends and a new friend group and probably helped him get into trouble definitely helped him learn how to smoke cigarettes because that was something I did back then and um we were just best friends and one year he dated a girl and she did not like me from the start I'm not sure why. I feel like as an adult, looking back on it, she may have been intimidated by our relationship. um, Because I did have kind of a, I don't know. I probably had a little bit of a hold on, you know, his feelings and how he thought about things. And I probably used my friendship to my advantage in some way and made her feel uncomfortable. I don't know. I probably did stupid things too. But... Basically, she did not like me. Like, I would say she hated me. And she wasn't kind to me. I tried to be friendly. She didn't want to be friendly with me. And my friend basically had to stop talking to me in order to date this girl. Which, me and him had more issues, I feel like, than me and the girl. But she didn't let him talk to me. And the end of the year comes around and I went over and had him sign my yearbook. And... In my yearbook, actually, you know what? I might have it. Okay, so, I found it. In my yearbook, it says, have, or it says, okay, you can hardly read it because it's all scribbled out. It says, I, and then some other stuff that I literally can't read because it's completely scribbled out. And then it says, like, have a good summer signed James James is his fake name I literally gave him my yearbook to sign and he started writing something in it and he took a while to write in it and then he scribbled all of it out and wrote have a good summer (laughs) and his name I wrote in his yearbook like you're one of my best friends I really appreciate you, something of the, I don't know exactly what I wrote, um, and I wrote, like, I love you, or love ya, or love Therese, (laughs) something with the word love in it, I can't remember exactly what I wrote. Basically, I wrote that in all of my friends' yearbooks, you probably could have had a million different things that... Or, you could have probably taken a million of my friends' yearbooks, and you could have read... Sorry, this is really making me flustered how weird this is, but, like, how, like, this brought back a bunch of memories, but... Basically, I probably wrote that in all of my friends' yearbooks, like, very sentimental things, like, I really appreciate you as a person, you're my best friend, I love you so much. I said I love you so much to everyone. I was a very loving human, I told everyone love you, I told my best friends love you... I told everyone I loved them. I gave everyone hugs. I was just that person. That was me. The weirdo, you know? And he actually re-signed my yearbook, like, later on. um, And wrote, like, something more meaningful. Because we were really good friends. Like, we spent our entire 18, 19, 20 together. And even 21, part of that. Because we lived together. At, even after my husband and I... We're dating, we lived together. He was our best man at our wedding. like he was one of my best friends. and basically, I wrote that in his yearbook, and his girlfriend did not like that. And she went off. like she lost it. She like w- was mad at me and like made me basically like, I don't remember exactly, but I either I wasn't allowed to sign his yearbook again or I wasn't allowed or she made him scribble it out or something of that nature but basically she told me to fuck off and I was like and he was mad at like he got mad at me for what I wrote in his yearbook and I'm pretty sure she probably did some other stuff that bothered her later on in life but I don't remember like I cannot remember anything else I know she he wasn't allowed to hang out with me. Sometimes he had to not tell the truth and hang out with me anyway. Um, I know he flaked on me a bunch of times to hang out with her, which was fine. I mean, we were kids dating. Like it was literally like junior year of high school, senior year of high school. It was like whatever. And I just kind of stopped talking to him for a while. I dated a whole other guy like I didn't care that much. Like it was whatever. Um, and then that was the end of that. I mean, that's not the end of that. I have tons of stories about that guy that I can talk to you about later on in life. But, um, I didn't really give that much thought after high school at all. And all of a sudden, this is years ago. Again, I graduated in 2008. Yeah, 2008. I'm so tired. I'm sorry, guys. She reached out to me, like, a couple of days ago and was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I've been thinking about the things that I said to you in high school. And I wanted to let you know that I gave it a lot of thought and I was a pretty bad person. And I didn't really like the way I was. And I don't like the pettiness I had and blah, 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 blah. And I... I'm sorry, and I hope that that didn't affect you in any way, and I just wanted to apologize to you, and I hope you're doing well. And I responded, honestly, I haven't really thought about this in a a long, long time, maybe in passing, and I hope you know that you didn't really affect my life that much, and I'm okay, And that anything that you did probably made me stronger as a person. And also, it was over a stupid boy. A lot of stuff in high school is over stupid boys. And that doesn't even matter anymore. I'm married to a totally different human being who's a wonderful person. Who treats me much better than that boy ever treated me. And (laughs) I'm okay. And... She responded like, oh, I'm so glad and can't you believe how high school drama, da 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 That was pretty much the end of that conversation. But the way she worded it was, like, very, like, specific. And then the person on the podcast who had it happen to her, it was worded very similar to the way mine was. And which made me wonder, like, you know, is she going through some kind of... Honestly, like, is she going through some kind of 12-step program? Like, I hope that she's doing well. I have only good hopes and dreams for her. I don't know her very... I don't even know her anymore. But also, it really made me wonder, like... Did her and the way that she treated me really affect her that much that she thought about me, what... Like, almost 14 years later. Like, I just don't... I don't understand it. I don't feel like I could have that big of an impact on someone's life. And the fact that I did makes me uncomfortable. Because, I don't know. I'm just a weird person. So that was just such a weird scenario to me. And I didn't really feel... I'm sure in the moment, I was really sad, and I know that I was really upset in that moment, and I know that it probably hurt my feelings a lot to know that my best friend didn't want me to sign his yearbook, and that he would sign something so nonchalant in mine, and that kind of thing, because I took stuff like that very personally back then. I don't really do that now. I don't really think about that stuff anymore. I don't really care what you think about me like I literally don't give a fuck like I am who I am this is who I am I'm always going to be this way I haven't really changed in my personality in the fact that this is just who I am I'm not changing I've never changed to be like someone else my friends all drank and partied and shit in high school I didn't do that my friends out of high school drank and partied and did drugs and all sorts of stuff I didn't do that that wasn't me like, I wasn't that person, and I didn't change myself to be that person, and I just have always been myself. I loved my personality as a human being. I like I had a lot of friends at one time, and I lost a lot of friends because we grew apart, but I, I was always me. And I made mistakes. I made m- huge mistakes. I did lots of stupid shit. I let a lot of boys, especially boys, because never mind. <laughs> I, I let a lot of boys m- manipulate me because I was very naive and I wanted to help people and I wanted people to change for me. And I thought that I was I didn't really think I was worth much. So I just assumed like how they were treating me was how I deserved to be treated until I met my husband. But it's just very odd to me. That someone would want to apologize for that later on, and it made me think about when I got bullied in middle school, which was like a thousand times worse than anything that went I went through in high school, and I'm wondering if I just got a really tough skin from the bullying that I had in high school or middle school, which was basically a, a lifetime movie. Um, I was cutting in middle school because. I had a cousin who was much more popular than I was and he was dating all of my friends and breaking up with them and hurting them and they would stop talking to me and then they wouldn't like me anymore and then all of a sudden they were my enemies, like they hated me. And I never did anything for them to hate me. This was the type of bullying that was. I did nothing for them to hate me. And looking back, I still can't think of one thing I did to make someone hate me that much. And they put gum in my hair in the middle of a field trip to, a th- to the theater. They put gum in the middle of my hair to where I had to get a haircut in the middle of a classroom. Where that teacher did not handle that well. She cut my hair in the middle of a classroom. And then sent me to the bathroom to brush my hair where she al- where my bully was also in the bathroom. Making fun of me and saying, oh, what happened? Oh my gosh. Like, it was literally like a Lifetime movie. Like, you see that shit on, like, Freeform or ABC Family or whatever the fuck those shows are called now. <laughs> like, it was insane. And they wrote stuff on my locker and... They would write permanent marker and call me, like, a slut and a whore and all these crazy names. And I didn't do anything like that. Like, I was 13. I was the most innocent 13-year-old. Like, my mom and dad explained to me all the things. They were very open to me, like I am to my kids. And I was scared of everything. I was not having sex at 13. I had friends in my 7th and 8th grade class that were pregnant. Like, no, that was not happening to me. I barely stopped playing Barbie dolls at 13. Like, no. No. I didn't really even hug boys that much. Like, I was just, like, not, no. I was such an innocent 13-year-old. I babysat on the weekends, and I went to religion classes, and, like, I was just not that kid. And yet they picked me to bully. And that affected me very, very much so. And unfortunately, one of those bullies, for it's not fortunate. It's very unfortunate. Um, she's not alive anymore because she went down a terrible path. And she isn't alive. And I don't know the details of it, but I can tell you that. Another one of those bullies did reach out to me, like, when I was in high school or my early 20s. I can't even remember. And apologized to me, and I was just like, okay. Like, the stuff that they did to me, I feel like I could never actually forgive those things. Because they were so mean to me that I don't... Feel like... Not that I don't forgive, I guess. I just don't even feel like that's worth. it's worth a, a thought anymore. Like, you did those things to me. They were not kind. And whatever bad feelings you have because you did that stuff to me... You kind of deserve those bad feelings. I'm not sorry that you feel bad that you did that to me. And that's kind of where I'm struggling with what happened the last couple of days ago. Like, I'm glad that you're getting your life on a, in a better path, and I think that's great. I think it's so good that people grow up and they realize what they did when they were younger was bad, and they change. I don't need to relive those moments. <laughs> I don't need your apology because you did those things to me. They happened and they build me into who I am now they happened 14 years ago they happened 20 years ago I'm a completely different human I grew up I'm still kind and I'm still thoughtful and I'm still me but I grew a tougher skin and I don't take shit from anybody now and I tell it how it is and I don't give a fuck what you think about me the only people in my life that I care about are my kids. And my husband. And that's it. That is it. <laughs> what you do to people really affects them. But apologizing for it years and years later. It doesn't really mean anything. Your apology is isn't going to take back the things that you said and the things that you did. That boy, James, that we were talking about, he he hurt me in so many ways, even after that girl incident. Like, I was the type of person, I've had many friends who very much took advantage of me as a friend. And he was one of them. He, I wanted to be his girlfriend, very much so. We hung out every single day. We were basically dating. Any time I talk to anyone now, as an adult who hasn't seen that person in eight years and hasn't been in the type of relationship I was with him for over 13, I, I tell people, like, yeah, I basically dated this guy in high school. I count him as one of my boyfriends, to be completely honest with you, because we were together every single day. Every single day, he took me to the movies, he took me out to eat, I took him out to eat, he drove me around, I drove him around, we would go on car rides and listen to music in the car, and we hung out, and we would, like, sit next to each other on my bed for 75 hours, and, like, we were best friends, but also, we were basically dating, and he said such terrible things to me, because he wanted to date other people, obviously, we weren't technically dating, and he would tell me, like, oh, yeah, um, you're, too, you're just too big for me. Like, I wasn't big at all. I wasn't. I was much, much, much smaller than I am now. And I was a thicker girl. I'm Hispanic, so it comes with the territory. And he told me, he was like, yeah, like, you're such a pretty person. I think you're beautiful. And I like you as a human being. But you're just too fat for me. Like, sorry. I don't want to hurt your feelings like he made me cry and like I would cry about it and he would sit there and he would say I'm really sorry I'm really sorry I'm just not attracted to you and that's fine like it's okay to not be attracted to people it's not okay to deliver that information in that way it's really not okay to say that to anyone ever the way that he said it like if you're not attracted to me cool but you didn't have to tell me I was fat because it ruined my self-confidence in myself. I thought I was pretty and I thought I was cute. And I thought I was looked good in things. And then I didn't. I didn't anymore. If he were to come back and apologize to me, I would not accept that apology. Because it was wrong. And I hope that one day, if he has children... And I know he's married and he's he's having a great life. And I hope it's wonderful and beautiful. Honestly, I really loved him as a human being. He was my... Very best friend. But the things he said to me were awful. And I hope that no one ever says that to his children. I hope no one ever does that to his children. Because it's terrible. Not only that, but one day, one time we went to a party. And he ended up, he went with me, took me to the party. And he ended up, like, hooking up with a girl or... I don't know. And he just got intoxicated and left me at a party to fend for myself with people I didn't know. And I had to call a friend's boyfriend because I couldn't get a hold of anyone else to come get me to take me home because he left me there alone. And I just dealt with that. I just dealt with it. And that really set up the way that I approached relationships for my whole entire life until I married my husband. And honestly, in the beginning of my husband and I relationship, I took a lot of shit that I shouldn't have taken. And now that we communicated much better and we've gone through and grew up, I got married very young at 21. Um... We don't take shit from each other at all. Neither one of us. We both have been in very toxic relationships. And we had to learn how to be not toxic with each other. And we're not anymore. We have a wonderful, wonderful relationship. But it really set me up for how I was. And the girl apologizing to me didn't bring up any emotion for her. As much as it brought up emotion for that boy. That boy James and the way that he treated me. It was sad, really, because even now thinking back, some of my most amazing and favorite memories are from hanging out with that specific guy. Like as an adult, I still hear songs and I'm like, oh, I remember being in the car with James and we would sing this song together at the top of our lungs and drive down the country highway or the country roads and like blah, blah, blah and One of the first people I let actually hear me sing with my real, real voice. And, like, he was one of my best friends. And he was not kind to me. And many of my friends weren't kind to me. (laughs) They weren't. And I really hope that I was a decent friend to some people. But I probably wasn't. And also, I wasn't in the same stage of life as some of my friends. So I don't blame them for some of the things that happened. Like, I got really jealous when my friends were dating sometimes because I was lonely. And that was a me problem. I had to learn about how very codependent I am. And I had to learn about that later on in life. But there were some things that just were very sad. Like, one of my best friends that I moved to ooh, the area that I live in now. um, About, what, 14 years ago? 12, 13 years ago? um, She, 12 years ago. She treated me like trash, (laughs) like we were supposed to pay rent, and she went and bought a coach purse, and she tried to get in between me and my boyfriend, who's now my husband, and she tried to do that again later on in life, and she always made me feel guilty, and it was just like, I've always had very toxic friendship relationships because I thought that's what I deserved. I thought that my role in people's lives was to be the one that was there for them, but no one was ever really there for me. I had one really good friend in high school, and I don't want to say her name because I don't think she would want her name on on my podcast, but she still reaches out to me every so often, and she has a beautiful little girl and a very, very cute and chunky little boy, and... She was truly one of my best friends in high school and she continued to be my really good friend until I moved here and we don't talk anymore and she's married and she's very happy and having a great life, but she was truly one of my very best friends. We worked together at one point and she was just a good friend to me. And when I think back of my friends, of all of my friends that I had and who was actually a friend for me. And actually let me be me and let me talk about me. That was her. And maybe I wasn't like that for her. And I might not have been. I might have taken advantage of the fact that she was that friend for me. And I didn't give her that relationship. But I definitely have only ever had one real friend in my whole life that really... Was not self-centered and wasn't selfish and really was my friend and it was her. Every other friend in my life kind of did that. Bullied me in a sense or made me feel less than. I was always kind of the tag along and I was never really like, let's go do this together. With boys and with whatever, I dated a guy in like when i was 19 and he was a terrible person <laughs> he's still a terrible person and i really loved him and i thought that i was going to be with him forever and he i was only with him for 3 months my god i thought it was it was my whole life it felt like and he treated me like trash he cheated on me and i really still thought That maybe we would get back together or something. And, like, I had my first miscarriage in my life. I've had many. But my first one was when I was 19 with that boy. And he didn't believe me. And he told everyone that I was faking it. And that I was a terrible person. And I had to go through that alone. And the only person who was there for me was that one friend that I told you about. And, like, it was... That's still the only person to this day that really knew about that situation until now really y'all know now but the things you do to people really really stick they really stick around and they really cause a huge impact on people's lives but maybe not in the way you think and if you're feeling hurt about that later on in life I don't want you to feel like you need to apologize to someone for it because you already did it. And I'm not saying that you can't be forgiven, but you're probably not going to be forgiven in a real sense by the person that you did those things to. Because when I think back on those things, those are all things that still hurt when I think about them. They really had a true impact on my life, very negatively in some senses, and... My self-esteem and who I am and my sense of self. I can't forgive you for shaping my life negatively. But what I would like to see... And I'm, I'm saying this because if you're one of those people that did negative things a long time ago... You may be able to be forgiven by the universe... But your words are not going to change anything. Your actions are. I'm not going to believe you when you tell me you're sorry. Because if you're telling me you're sorry to make yourself feel better. I don't care if you feel better about that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't look back on that. And I shouldn't look back on that and think, you know what? She was probably having a bad day. She hurt my feelings because she was having a bad day. No, that's how people get into toxic relationships. That's how people have toxic views of the world. I want to look ahead and I want to see you do things that are good. That girl that reached out to me, she's living a decent life from what I can see on Facebook and such. And she looks happy and healthy And I hope she is. I really truly do. I hope she is living a very happy and healthy life. And I hope she's kind. And I hope she's learned from what she's done. And she's sweet and nice. That old boy James that I used to hang out with. I hope he has a wonderful life. I hope his wife is so happy with him. I hope they drive around on country roads and listen to crazy music way up loud. And they're happy and they're healthy. I hope they have children. And those children have beautiful lives. And are happy and healthy. And I hope that they don't think about. The bad things that they did. In high school. And want to reach out and apologize to me. Because I don't want it. I hope that they just live. Kindness. I hope that he's treating his wife. With every ounce of respect that he did not have as a young kid. I hope he learned from that. And that he tells her she's beautiful every day. Because she is. I've seen her. She's gorgeous. I hope he knows what he has. And he's grateful for it. And I hope that he learned from his mistakes. And raises daughters. Who have very high self esteem. And love themselves. Because thankfully for that person. That's how I'll be raising my daughter. Because I never want her to feel as though the opinion of a boy. Changes her in any way. Because the only opinion that matters is how you feel about yourself. And the day that he said those awful things to me mine changed. And I'm still working on that to this day. But my daughter, no. She will always know that she's beautiful. She will always know that the opinion of a boy doesn't matter. And if he has something to say negatively about my daughter and her appearance, he is not the fucking one. And he can go kick rocks. And if she's into girls, which she might be, who knows? And that bitch don't like my kid? (laughs) And she wants to say something mean? Like, you should change this, or you should change that. Fuck you, too. The opinion of another person that's negative and is something you cannot change. Especially your appearance. No. Fuck you guys. No thank you. My daughter will never feel. Like she needs to change for anyone. Because I love who I am. Through every part of my journey. I am learning to love myself. And my daughter is going to love herself. Through every part of hers. And when she doesn't. She will have me. To remind her. I will remind her. Mm-mm, baby, that's not how it works. You love you. My love for you won't matter either. You need to love you. You need to do what makes you happy. If you want to lose weight because it's a healthy thing to do, then let's do it together. You can do it. We can do this. You've got this. If you need to gain weight for a healthy weight, let's do it. But if you just want to change to appease other people then it's not something you need to do. I hope that none of you have to deal with that. (laughs) That none of you have to have your old high school bully apologize to you. And maybe you want that. That's kind of why I did this. I want to know what you guys think because I I don't want it. I don't want you guys to apologize to me. I don't want my old bullies to reach out to me. I don't want that. Because I don't care anymore. The things that you did already happen. The things that were done to me are done. I lived through them. I made it. Luckily, because I might not have. There were moments where I didn't think I would. But I made it. After all the shit, I made it. After a boyfriend that stalked me and his girlfriend did too. After girls who didn't want to be my friend when they had boyfriends. And after a boy who called me fat. And after a girl who wouldn't let my best friend be my friend. After a best friend who wouldn't even pay rent. After friends who left me with a bunch of bills after we all lived together. After a bunch of shit that happened to me. I made it through that crap even though I didn't think I could. And now I have a wonderful husband and wonderful children. And I was blessed beyond words. I made it. I don't need your apology. I just want you to have a good life. And have learned from your mistakes. And I wish you all nothing but the best, truly, truly, from the bottom of my heart. I hope your life is great. I hope you look back on those moments and you don't think, wow, I was a terrible person. But instead think, what can I learn from what I did? Because it was wrong. I don't need you to reach out to me. I don't want to hear from you, honestly. I just want you to have a good life and learn and be a good person. What do you guys think? Hmm? Do you want to hear from your old people? I don't. But I want you all to know that you're wonderful. That you're wonderful people. And if you have things you want to change because you want to change for a healthy and reason that is yours, I hope you do that. But if you don't want to change and you love who you are and you're comfortable with who you are, then fuck everybody else. You're great. And I appreciate you for listening to my podcast and make my friends. And to that one old friend that I have, I'm sure you figured out who you are. But I really appreciate you because you definitely helped me through a lot of that. A lot of those things. You helped me go on my magic carpet ride to my wonderful new life without ever hurting my feelings. And I hope that I never hurt yours. But know that you are that friend for me. The one that really helped me get through all that. And I needed you in my life. And if I wasn't that person for you, I'm learning. And I'm a good person now. I hope. (laughs) All right, my friends. I hope you have a decent day today and every day. And I'm going to give you a couple of updates on some stuff I'm going to do this weekend, but I need to regroup. Alright, guys, that was a little bit intense. That was a little bit serious. Um, Not all of my episodes are like that, and you know that. And this weekend, it will not be a serious episode. I'm not really sure what my topic's going to be yet. Um, I think it's going to be like new, new me, new you, new I, new year. I don't know, but... This weekend, I will be testing out, hopefully, as long as I, um, you know, I I ordered something off of Amazon that has been all over TikTok, and I'm going to try it out this weekend. I I ordered a hula hoop workout thingy, and I am going to use that to try and start losing some weight, and I'm going to take you all on my little journey while I attempt to use that thing. On this Saturday, I'm going to put it on for the first time. I'm going to (laughs) podcast for 30 minutes while I'm working out and try to podcast without dying. And hula hooping at the same exact time. I'm going to let you know how it it works, how it feels. And... if it's working and if I feel like I got work out after it and if I can breathe and if I feel like I burned 800 calories like it says it could burn. I'm going to try it on here. If it comes, it's supposed to come on Friday, but shipping's been kind of crazy. So as long as it comes, that is my plan for Saturday is to work out and talk to you guys about I don't know what yet. About self-esteem Getting better, And how I'm working on myself. I don't know. I haven't decided on my topic yet. But it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be funny as shit, I'm sure. Because I'm not going to be able to breathe. Um, I haven't worked out in two years. At the very least amount of time that I've worked out. It's been at least two years. Since my children came home. And I am very much ready. And want to try and do that again. But I want to do it fun this time. My last time I worked my ass off. And it was not fun at all. And I was trying to have a baby, so everything was very serious. But right now, I'm just trying to lose some weight to be healthy. And for myself, and mostly because I just want to be healthy. And I'm going to try this Hula Hoop thing. And I'm going to see if it works, and see how it works. And I'm going to bring you on that journey. So if you would like to know how that goes, please stay tuned. And I will talk to you all on Saturday. But if you would like to see the in-between of me trying to fucking figure it out... Please tune into my TikTok at GoodMomBadWords and my Facebook at GoodMomBadWords because I plan on posting pictures of it when I get it. I'm really excited. We'll see how it works. I got the one with the best reviews. That wasn't too much money. So I'll post all the specs, let you know all the things. But until then, I hope you all have a decent day today and every day. Thank you for listening and we will talk soon. Bye. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to my episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at GoodMomBadWords, on my Facebook at GoodMomBadWords, and on my TikTok where you can find silly (laughs) videos of my kids. And I TikTok is also at GoodMomBadWords. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a decent day. Goodbye.